Let, let this duly be noted that uh, Luis just said off camera, I was told I was going to be asked some questions. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, oh my God. It was like a bug. That's all you know about that's this? That's it, that's it. Do not air this on television. Wow, this is uh, an up close and personal face to face version of the Jody and Todd podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm good here. It's like we're fans. We're just hanging out on the club level. Yes, we are. It's kind of cool. So, my portion of the pregame festivities is here, and you're, you got to get down to the bench for an Actually, interview. Yes, right? we're always on the club level, aren't we? <laughs> well, of post game you are, but you, yeah. yeah, that's true. You're, you're, yeah, I forgot about intermission. down there shortly, though, yes. Okay. And I always listen to you guys rehearse, so we're all on the same page. You do? So. You're kidding me. Of course. I am always listening. So you hear all Every the faux pas thing. and the stop and starts <laughs> and the debate about who's going to say what and when. Are you really listening to that? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay. It's good for me to know. I will recognize that you're <laughs> listening now. Well, you know, we actually briefly can say this as we talk, Jody, we're going into the All-Star break and it's been a lot. The word I'm going to use tonight, as you can see at the very beginning of my open, it says the operative word around here of late is that one right there. Mm-hmm. Fun. It has been fun. It has been very fun. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about that at the bowling event the other day and mm-hmm. just what it like, what's like for the guys to be out doing fun things. And they actually sort of, you know, you give yourself permission. Hey, we can be, we can be light. We can yeah. have a good time because I think when they weren't winning, you know, you're always feeling a little bit like, Oh, I should be pushing harder. I should be doing this. And, and just walking around town, you know, feeling good about yourself and feeling good about the way they're playing when they're on the ice too, and about each other and executing, in critical situations. We just did a game the other day where it, the game could have gotten away, and it didn't, and that's been happening. They really did, I think, literally turn the page at the new year and said, mm-hmm. F this enough, Yeah, in, I, in my opinion. I'm curious, and, and kind of put you on the spot, because I don't really have the answer, but in your opinion, why do you think it took a little bit longer? I think some people thought maybe this would be happening in November or December, and it just seemed to take a little bit longer, and it could be just the youth. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. I kind of say inexperience in youth. Mm-hmm. And a new system, dramatically different. Imagine these guys, the core of this team to me was trained under Dave Tippett to do a certain thing, and it was not attack. It was sure. to protect. And I think it took them a while to release that. But then to me it goes back, and I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, Louis Domingue, but if you look at the games, the first four games, the first three games were games that they had won. And I really believe if you go back to that first game, Jody, that they win that game in Anaheim and things are different. I'm not going to say they're going they're the Vegas Golden Knights, but they snowballed so far into their own obscurity and struggles. But it starts with the goalie. They had the Vegas game one, they had the Detroit game one, and they had the Anaheim game one. That's six points in the first four games. And they never, they got nothing. I think you and I would agree. A lot of times, it's goaltending, it's pitching. Yeah. You're not going to score six goals a game, six runs a game. You have to have that stabilizing force. And I yeah. think you're right. I think you really, you hit on it. And as, as it might seem obvious, but I kind of, I, I forgot about that at times where when you don't have that stabilizing force back there, it changes the whole dynamic of the and, team. And my problem with it, and I'll let it go, is it wasn't like he had one day to get ready to be the opening night starter. He knew that Antti Ranta was hurt. He had time, yeah. and that bothers me. He's going to find himself, I think, holding a Stanley Cup in Tampa, and I hope he <laughs> respects the moment. All right, let's, let's move on here very quickly. You just I saw it on the Internet, uh, as my friend Jim Armantrout likes to say. 
he might even be listening to this podcast. You you went one on one with the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Right across the street is the building. So what happened? What do you think of him? I think it's a great choice. I think once again, uh, it took a little while, but hopefully it'll turn out like it did with Brazarians. They waited. He was kind of the last vacancy standing, and it was the same way this time around. A little different because when you hear Steve Wilkes and you, and VA, they're very different in the way that they present. You know, VA was always kind of rough around the edges. Wilkes is very polished, and uh, but they both have very strong messages. And kind of my take was, uh, and I'm, you know, I don't need to compare them, but they do have a lot of the same qualities that really worked with this team. I mean, you think about it, it's been a very successful team under BA. Uh, and, and Steve Wilkes talked about some of the same things, trust, accountability, and something that Bruce didn't come in talking about, but it evolved over five years, relating to the players yeah. and, um, and this generation of players. And that's so important. And I really think it's a, it's a good hire. Offensively, there's a lot, like he called it, the elephant in the room. So mm-hmm. they have to solve the quarterback yeah. issue. And they've done a good job with that. I mean, we'll never know now, but they were willing to go with Drew Stanton, you yeah. know, at first before Steve Kahn pulled off the trade for Carson Palmer. So it really is a lot about having a, a you know, hopefully veteran quarterback. I think it, it, there could be a struggle no matter who. If you go with a rookie quarterback, that's just going to take time. Do you have a clip from the uh, one-on-one you'd like to share with us here? I would. It, it relates to uh, talking about some of those same things and, and accountability. You know, I don't know how Wilkes will do it specifically, but Bruce kind of had a board and really called out people in meetings and, from what I understand, Wilkes had a similar, wow. uh, like a hook outside the door, like hang your feelings there, okay, or hang <laughs> your thing. I like or, that. Hang, you know, and so <laughs> I asked Wilkes about that exact topic of accountability. One thing that Bruce Arians brought here, uh, accountability was a big word. You use that as well, trust, accountability, finishing. Uh, in meeting rooms, is that is that something that really shapes the culture of a team? And how do you continue that uh, in your own style with the accountability with the players? I think it does. And I think what you have to do, you have to create a, a foundation of that early. And mm-hmm. players have to understand uh, this is, you know, this is going to be a part of our mantra each and every day. And you start talking about the element of DNA and how we're going to go out on the field and, and perform and play. So uh, consistency is going to be the key. Paying attention to the details uh, is most important. It was interesting talking to him because, and by the way, I think I was like eighth of 27 <laughs> interviews. So he was doing the circuit, but you can tell that he is going, he enjoys working with the media. He's got a lot of respect for the media. So it should be uh, an interesting time under Steve Wilkes. And there'll be changes like everything when you see it, um, you know, when you see a new guy come in, as, as we have with hockey over the years and with the Diamondbacks too. You'll be on it. All right. I, I want to end it on a, I got to have a, Tip of the hat to a former Arizona Wildcat, if you don't mind. I, I can't believe Trevor Hoffman is is now a member and will be enshrined into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. I was there his uh, first year. I was covering the Arizona Wildcats back in the day when he was a light-hitting shortstop. I remember <laughs> tracking him. He was the 11th-round draft pick in 1989 as a shortstop, number 288 selected. <laughs> he signed for $3,000. That's crazy. And he couldn't hit, Jody. But when he was playing shortstop, I know one thing. He had an arm. Yeah, I mean, isn't that crazy how sports work sometimes? And he becomes one of the great closers of all time. And, and yeah, that's amazing to think about that. My, uh, our friend, Mark Grace, has said consistently since he played and then when he joined us that Trevor Hoffman had the best changeup 
he'd ever seen. And Mark is a student, as you know, of pitchers. Yes, that's he is. A, that's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> he is, yeah. And and you think about everybody has their calling card. You know, with Rivera, it was the cutter, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and Hoffman, and obviously all these guys make their pitches. You know, yeah. every pitch. But it's really it doesn't seem like you know when you're. Oh, hi, Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. Nash. Hey, get out of our podcast. Get out of our podcast. Well, Jeez. We're, we're not wearing pajamas, but we could still do a show together. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got an idea. <laughs> No, Sorry. wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yes, it would. But we'd have to have a camera, you know, because why else would we do a podcast in pajamas? But, okay, okay. And for those that are listening and have no idea what I'm talking about, it's the uh, Pillow Talk yes. with Tyson Nash and, and Paul Bissonnette. Thank you for rescuing me on so that. so cute in their onesie. I won't go there. Um, but yeah, uh, I, no, it's funny listening to you talk about the days at U of A. I mean, it doesn't seem like he's old enough to be No, that. <laughs> that's really striking. I can still see him in these... All these young players had the same. They always wore the gray sh- shorts and a jersey that had like a Sharpie number written on it. They're just numbers. Yeah. And he's in the Hall of Fame. I'm bummed that Jerry Kittle isn't there, but I think Jerry will be there in spirit for him. But mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to just give him a tip of the hat. He was a special, special player. Uh, before we close out on him, um, you have a really cool event that I'm, I'm going on vacation, but I know you're going to rock it. Tell me the icebreakers. Hopefully, this someone's listening to this before the event, but you've, uh, you're going to love <laughs> Christian Fisher. I promise you that. Well, and I know when you sat down with him, I really enjoyed uh, that particular he's, Urban he's, Coyotes. Yeah. yeah, he's just it's it's so amazing. We actually was just watching the bowling piece, and hey, mm-hmm. yeah, that strike. Yeah, is I there saw anything that. he doesn't do well, yeah. and he uh-huh. just kind of does everything pretty well. Yes, you know, isn't oh, you know, he's had some great nights. He's been clutch here with game winners and so yeah I'm looking we're looking forward to it and you know and Paul Bissonnette's line of questioning oh my god I forgot interesting okay. too, so. and that's Tuesday night the what date that is the 30th, 30th. of January okay. and I think that's Tuesday okay. <laughs> and yes it's at Ice Den Scottsdale so come on out and join us and uh, we do take questions of course from the crowd yeah, have fun enjoy the break if you, you can will. okay you too you deserve a break Thank and uh, it's been that crazy wild ride of, uh, of travel is mm-hmm. probably uh, just hopefully that's fading I'll be on the top of a mountain somewhere thinking about you. Uh, I think there's only one way to end this in the spirit of Trevor Hoffman, since we like to end with a song. We, we got I, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but we got to do a little Hell's Bells, right? That's perfect. Josh Kelman, let it fly. Thanks for listening to the Todd and Jody podcast on Fox Sports Arizona. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. 